Hello, it's your host, Kelly Carter. Welcome back to Business in the Spotlight. This is a podcast to help you improve your business by sharing stories and insights from successful business owners. Today, we have author, speaker, and CEO, Chanel Spencer here. Chanel, would you please introduce yourself to us? Hi, um, my name is Chanel Spencer. I am the CEO and founder of Maxim Evolution, and I'm glad and excited to be here. Awesome. So what is Maximum Evolution? Um, Maximum Evolution is a personal and business development company, which has expanded to many platforms because, you know, I just love to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I recently launched my um, a beauty brand um, and also a YouTube channel, and I'm working on a bunch of other projects that I'll be launching this year as well. But the biggest one is um, my book that I'll be launching um, within the first quarter. That is so excited! exciting. I'm excited to get into you as an author because I know that you're a four-time best-selling author already and you're working on this project. But first, I just want to know a little bit about your career background. Like, what did you do before you were the CEO of your own company? Um, so I worked in the hospitality industry for almost 10 years. Um, and before that, I was in accounting um, and retail. Um, but my most recent hospitality career, I was a guest service agent and was promoted all the way to a general manager. Um, and I recently resigned, I want to say maybe a few months ago, back in August, last day was September of 2019. Um, I enjoyed my work. I loved my work. I thought I was going to be a CFO. Then I wanted to be a COO and in a hospitality management company. And then I birthed my baby, Maxim Evolution, just under two years ago. That is so exciting. And it's grown to the point where you were able to step away from that position, that higher position that you were at, so that you can really pursue and focus on your own brand and your own company, right? It was that, but I also it was also having to choose between myself or the job. Um, I was working like 80 hours a week. Um, whether I was in the office, at home, wherever in the country I was, I was working and it just became grueling and it just started to become or feel unfruitful. Um, and I was like, I could just take all this energy and just make my business like skyrocket. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> um, versus pouring into someone else's, which I don't mind, clearly, because I did it for so many years. Um, but it just didn't feel right within um myself anymore yeah you know you were comfortable where you were but you weren't as satisfied you know that you could you wanted more personal time and a little bit more freedom but you have this amazing skill set to help people build their businesses especially with like the financial aspect of it since you had that background in accounting and high management with bigger companies um so i think it's really good that you took that leap of faith which all business owners have to take that initial leap of faith to just be like, you know what, I'm going to leave this stability and jump into the unknown. And it seems like you've really done well for yourself. So what does Maximum Evolution do as a consulting agency? Um, so it, for businesses, it can start from literally just ideas and I can help you to create your brand, right? Um, or you're up and running and you're just trying to figure out ways to do things more efficiently or to create more SOPs or to do team development, management development, you know what I mean? 
um, we pretty much help to structure a company, whether it's from the start, whether it's in the middle, or you're in the end and just want to kind of figure out how to do things differently, manage things differently. We can literally do it all. Um, right now, I'm working with clients that are um, literally in the beginning phase and like, I have all these wonderful ideas. Help me to make it make sense. Absolutely. <laughs> um, which I, I enjoy that because uh, you get to kind of see the brainstorming phase and help people to build. I call them their babies um, <laughs> to, to build and birth their babies as well. Um, it's actually um, one of my favorite things to do because I understand what it feels like to be in that phase and not know which direction to go, what makes sense. Um, but then also I do enjoy going into businesses and doing task force. When I say task force, meaning going in, figuring out where your areas of weakness and what we can do to, or implement to make them better, to make them stronger as well. That's awesome. So you're, you're really like a business management aspect of it. You can really right. go in there and kind of tell them from point, okay, you have this concept, let's make it a money making concept. And you can tell right. them the right way to structure and model the, their business for sustainable growth and help them maintain their goals and everything. That's really, that's a yeah. little bit what we're starting to do here in the community. Right. You know, we're, we're trying yeah. to share those resources. So I think you are going to be such a valuable asset to this community. I'm very lucky that I got you on a podcast interview, especially yeah. since it's your birthday today. So everybody yeah. at the end, when we're sharing her links, go show her some love because she took the time to share all this amazing insights to help build your business on her birthday. So like she's definitely <laughs> here to help you, you know, that's super awesome. All right. So for people just starting out their businesses, since that's your niche and helping them just start out, what's your biggest advice for them? Um, write it all down um, because for me and, and a lot of the people that I work with, you just start getting like downloads of information and ideas and it sounds great, but if you don't have it written down in an organized way, it just becomes an idea. You know what I mean? You can't set goals and set a plan towards, um, towards it. So write it all down. Like anything that you think of, like for me, when I'm in the car, like I have two children and I'm driving, and I clearly have to focus on driving. So I yell out to my son, get your phone out, write this in your notes. And I'm just telling him different <laughs> things. And he's looking at me like I'm insane. And then after when I like pull over and I'm like, send it to me, I break it down because I'm helping him to build his um, platform and company now too. And he's like, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, I know if I don't get it out now, then I'm, it's going to disappear. <laughs> so I have to get it out. I call those divine downloads when you're just exactly. sitting there and you get such a like, oh, I need this information. It's valuable, right. but it's like a dream. It's fleeting. If you right. don't write it down, it's gone forever. <laughs> that's awesome. And so that's what you mean when you say you're building empires, not only yeah. yours, but you're helping your children to become yeah. entrepreneurs themselves. That's very yeah. inspiring. What is what yeah. are you helping your son build? What's his platform going to be? Um, so um, I for for my daughter, my daughter's four, my son is 12. So I'm working with both of them. So we have like little business meetings and, and brainstorming meetings together. So for my son, we're going to focus on children's um, books as well as like crossword word search puzzles and getting into that world. Um, he loves math. So I want to figure out how to kind of get that into a um, into something as well for him. And then for my daughter, she's into sight. She's, she now needs to learn sight words and she's into reading books and coloring. So I'm literally developing that for like kids that are from three to six um, and helping her. So right now we're working on a coloring book. So I literally take her and say, 
okay, what images do you like? Do you want to do a unicorn? Do you want to do this? And so she'll tell me, and then I'll have a designer um, create the image, and I let, I let her have the final decision and the final say, do you like this? No, you don't like this? All right, let's go back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? The same with my son, because I want them to be involved. I want them to see the process. I want them to know what it all means so that they're not just like, oh, okay, mommy did that. You know what I mean? I want them to feel like it's theirs, too. It is theirs. (laughs) And they're going to be able to take those management skills anywhere in life, even if they get Mm -hmm. older and decide they don't want to do their own business. I guarantee they're going to get hired on anywhere as pretty much a manager with that skill set. That is amazing that you are at such a young age just showing them like, yeah, this is possible. Like you're able to build this yourself. How inspiring. So how did you shift into becoming an author? Um, So I was at a, speak and write um, um, conference like two years ago and um, Lisa Nichols she's amazing like she can get you to think you can build like the Empire State Building or something she's amazing right (laughs) so um, I was at a conference and I always had this thought of having my own company I always had this thought of writing and and being an author um, because I have a life coach and she told me these things like three years ago and I was looking at her like are you insane what are you talking about now I'm like oh wow <laughs> you, you foresaw the future right um so I was at this conference and um someone approached me in regards to doing an anthology project and I was dying to get into that world and becoming an author and started to work on my my book literally at that conference like the the title the the um the chapter names all that stuff so, um, and so that's how I got to get into the writing process and, and getting exposure to that. Um, so that was the first project that I did was an anthology project and it was the most rewarding experience ever because it gives you the opportunity to meet a bunch of different individuals that are like-minded like you and it helps to expand your network and you get to go on book tours and it just, it just gives you so much more exposure that you didn't even know that you needed until you're like in it. And working on it um and it was phenomenal honestly that is such a good insight for people that mm-hmm. are planning to you know start a writing project or maybe one day want to have make their own book like go to right. conferences network within your niche and yes. find that empowerment and that support because I'm sure you have long-lasting connections not only yes. did that conference spark that initial like I can do this not only can I do this but I'm gonna right. start doing it today but yes. it also probably, you know, unfolded into many long-term connections that you can carry forth as an author. So, wow, you know, if I ever yeah. want to go to, you know, start a book, what was that name you said for the women's conference you went to? Um, it was um, Speak and Write to Make Millions with Lisa Nichols. Lisa Nichols. I'm going to write that yes. down. <laughs> she is, um, that, oh, she is amazing. I'm like, just take all of my money. Like, you're amazing. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> She, um, she's amazing. Like you go in there and you kind of like don't know what to expect. And then you're like dancing and laughing. And then five minutes later, you're crying because she's like breaking you open. Like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> everybody in the room is crying and you're just like, what is happening? But it's amazing. <laughs> wow. That sounds like an experience, an experience in itself. Definitely yes, going to yes. check out Lisa Nichols' son. Yes. All right. And, like, so, so you said that you're a four-time best-selling author. Can you tell us more about yes. that? What pieces do you have out yes. already? Um, so, honestly, all of them were within anthology projects as I was working on my own book. As I said, I'm launching in the end of March. Yes. Um. So it's 
I'm actually going to have another anthology project that I'm a part of that's going to be launching in, what's today, the 13th? My birthday, yes, <laughs> on the 15th. Um, so the first one um, that I was in was about just women and um, us going through tumultuous relationships and how we came out of them, um, which was an, called The Brand New Me. And then I was in two other ones called Love Mama. Um, there were, She did three editions, so I was in the first and the third edition. And that was pretty much you talking about your experiences with a woman that was um, impactful to your life. And the other one was writing a letter to someone that was substantial to your life. So for me, I wrote it to, I wrote my letter, but I wrote it to my kids. I wrote it to my mother. I wrote it to women that had a true impact on me. Um, and then the other one was Get Up Girl Win. And that one was about, for my particular story, was my um, triumph with emotional um, distress, just emotional um, stress and how I navigated through it and giving advice on what it is. You know, sometimes you just don't want to get out of bed and you're just over it and how to just overcome all of those different adversities. And then this last one um, that I'm in that is like my favorite one that I was like, oh, I want to be a part of it was I am the voice, the voice for the voiceless. Um, and I was talking about breaking generational cycles and breaking barriers and, you know, and, and building legacies and breaking the generational cycles for myself, but also for my children and, and breaking barriers for myself. Yes. But for my children and my children's children, because there's so many barriers that are set for us to, um, fail at life and, and, and that you have to fight against every single day. And sometimes you're your own barrier, right? Yes. Um, oh Lord, I, I learned that the hard way too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, and just navigating through all of that and understanding that you can do any and any everything you want to do. And that's what is my driving force as well is is to be the best me that I can be and understand that my past is my past and it doesn't have to define my present and my future. And the same with my children, for them to see me and see that I'm knocking down doors and instead of begging for a seat at the table, I'm building my own table. You know what I mean? And and hoping that they will be the same and want even more for themselves so that is really inspiring so those are Mm -hmm. all of the things that you've already put out there as far as your literary work and what is your current writing project all about oh wow this has been like (laughs) the most (laughs) grueling like process ever um but it's the most rewarding process so um this last book um not last book book, but this last project that i'm working on um it's called the vessel turning your brokenness into beauty and it's pretty much going through my journey um as an individual and when i say the vessel um my muse was a vessel that's in hudson yards in new york city i'm from new york city um and because we're all vessels we all we are all born to do something and we're all vessels working towards something and filled and all that good stuff so it was my muse and i just love it i have like a million pictures with it um, but it's pretty much my journey throughout life from when I was younger up until now, just different things that I've gone through, emotional, mental, spiritual, um, breaking cycles, understanding what it means, um, self-worth, self-love, um, beauty, you know, we're our own worth critics in regards to how we look. So um, understanding what it truly means to be beautiful. It doesn't necessarily have to just be a physical aspect. It's literally every part of you emotionally, mental as well. 
Um, and like for me, when I was younger, I despised my lips, right? And now everybody wants full lips, right? Yes. <laughs> so, right. So it's, it's just navigating through the different parts of, of who you are as an individual, my challenges with all of those areas, what I did to work through and who I am today. Wow, I can't wait to read that. I think it's really important to put out there what you've overcome because a lot of people, they have like CEOs on a sort of mental pedestal because of their day in and day out working for other people. They just Mm -hmm. don't see them. They're in the mindset of an employee and not a CEO. So that's one of those mental barriers and also could be considered a generational barrier that Mm -hmm. you have to break through. And, you know, sharing your stories and such authenticity um, really allows people to see that they're capable of doing the same thing, that you've, you've overcome stuff yourself. You know, it yeah. hasn't been a straight line process. It's been right. peaks and valleys. And but now you're at your finish line because you you knew exactly how to logistically lay out your goals, know your worth and, you know, in the long run pursue those goals to where you're finally at your finish line. So that is so inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. How long have <laughs> you been? And the crazy part is just like in the, like the corporate setting, that was the biggest, like, oh my, like, like where I learned the most. And when I say that, just different personalities. And, and as I started to get out of the box, that everybody wanted me to be in, meaning like I no longer wanted just to be an accounting manager. I wanted to be an agent. I wanted to be a GM. I wanted to take over the world, right? It just exposed so many different things like within myself where I needed to grow, where I needed to change. It it, it pushed me past my own limits and, and understanding who I can be and what I can be, but then it also exposed people's perception, right? Um, because people see me as a GM and they're like, oh, you're the GM and da 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 but they don't understand the hours, the time, the effort, the tears, the blood, the sweat <laughs> that I took and put in to get to where I was. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I understand because that's one of the biggest reasons I became an entrepreneur myself. I realized mm-hmm. that I was just getting, I literally got hired on as a manager one time and they were trying to make me the GM in a couple months span. I was 20 years old. It was because I had been managers at other jobs before. And, um, you know, after that, I was like, you know what, maybe I need to get out of this service industry and go into the tech industry. Lo Mm -hmm. and behold, I joined the tech industry and I made a manager and they're talking about making me a shift leader, which is like essentially like an online store manager when in, in that sense. So I was right. like, you know, I'm I'm 20 years old. Everybody wants me to make their business more profitable, run smoother. Right. I'm obviously good at making money and balancing profit margins. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was like, I was I was finally making good money because at 20 in Florida, it's hard to actually get a good annual salary whenever you're working right. someone under somebody else. So I, right. I walk up to my boyfriend at the time and I'm like hey, I'm going to quit this super high paying job and just start my own business. But he was so supportive. And it's kind of just been like, I did all the logistics, I did all the planning that corporate gave me that skill set to where I I knew what it took. And you know, at a certain point, when you're done with all that planning, and you're done, like, yeah, I could do that. You just have to take that leap of faith and just start doing it. And it all unfolds Mm -hmm. after that, you know, of course, there's marketing that you have to learn and 
certain mm-hmm. roles you have to learn as a business owner so that you can put yourself out there and, you know, mm-hmm. make those connections. But that's awesome. And yes, and that's awesome for you, too. <laughs> like, that was literally my journey. I was just like, I'm fed up. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Sick of making yeah. other people money. I'm ready to make myself right. all that money. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> How long have you been working on your current writing project? I know you said it's going to be published in March. Yes. So I um, honestly, I started working on it in what year are we in? In 2018. Yeah, 2018. And then I, as I said, when I was at that conference, I wrote the chapter names. I even wrote three chapters. And I was kind of like, because of my job and what I was doing, it just took up all, like literally all of my time. So I was doing things gradually and slowly. And then literally as of maybe the end of November, I threw all those ideas out (laughs) and I started fresh, kind of with the same concept, but, um, but just in a different direction, if that makes sense. Um, so it's been a process and I've been just put it, putting it, I've gotten like 30 to 40,000 words, um, written right now. I'm just in the structure phase. So that's, I just put it to March only so it gives me time to get the marketing and everything and have everything aligned the way I want it to be. Um, I'll probably start doing the ebook sooner than that, but for the physical copy, it'll probably be March. That is, so in my understanding, you started mm-hmm. in 2018 and mm-hmm. then in November, just what is that? November, December, January, mm-hmm. three months ago, you know, mm-hmm. you, you scrapped it all and you've written an entire book in three months, which that tells me that, I mean, this new book and the concept that you went with because mm-hmm. of that way that it just flew from pen to paper, from fingers mm-hmm. to laptop, however your writing style was. But right. I think that you, you know, that book is going to have a much clearer message because, yeah. you know, I was saying divine downloads earlier. I think that whenever yeah. you have that clear message that you want to convey, you know who you're trying to target, um, yeah. you know the message and the mission you're trying to get across, then it all just comes yeah. naturally after that. So that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah. But also, I think that anybody listening that wants to write their own book, know that <laughs> right there is an example. It's not a straight line. You know, you worked nope. a year and a half on one book, scrapped it, and made a whole new one in three months that you like mm-hmm. better because that's the one that you're going to publish. So Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and a lot of it too is it again going back to the it's it's a, a you thing. For me, I make everything Mount Everest, right? So what I had to do was I broke it down by chapter. Instead of having one big file saying, Okay, this is gonna be the book, I took each chapter and I made it its own um document. So that it didn't feel like, okay, I'm at zero words. I need to get to 60,000 words today. You know what I mean? And I broke it down that way. And I did 2,500 words and I bumped it to 4,000 words and like that. You know what I mean? So it just made it smaller hills versus it being Mount Everest. That's really good for whenever you're Mm -hmm. sending your your tasks, like a weekly task, you know, it Mm -hmm. it can get daunting. You're like, wow, I have to do, you know, X amount of words this week. But if you break it up like that. That also gives you a chance to make sure that you have a sustainable model for like a lot of people get over ambitious and want to do like, you know, a book in like two weeks, but it takes a lot of time per day to do that, a lot of planning. So whenever you set it up that way, it kind of gives you a more, okay, well, it took me 2,500, you know, 
words. It took me so many hours to do this document today. So I could probably do that three or four more times this week and get to my weekly mm-hmm. goal. And that'll give yeah. you an idea of like how long it takes you so you can better time manage. Because yeah. I know you said that you, you left your corporate job so that you can start pursuing your own businesses. I imagine that freed up a lot of your time, which is why yeah. you were able to catapult into this book. Yes. But people that are still have, you know, having to work a corporate job or whatever, doing it in that way will help them with time management so that they can still, Absolutely. you know, take on those daily tasks. But going back to how you, you know, after leaving the corporate job, you were able to do the book in three months. I just, I keep getting caught up on three months, y'all, <laughs> three <fine>. months. <laughs> I think that that just shows that also you're working in alignment because I realize when like, whenever I'm working on something that in the long run ends up being a waste a waste of my time, like working for somebody else or, you know, trying to start a, a project myself that, you know, doesn't have any real long-term goals. I don't have a clear idea on it. Things, mm-hmm. things are harder for me, but whenever yeah. I'm working on the, my mission and what I'm supposed to be on track for, like working in alignment, working for myself, cause I know that's my higher mission. You know, I, I know that I can live up to that. Um, things always come a lot easier. So I think that that's also showing that you're just working in alignment with your mission, the way that right. it was able to just flow. Right. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, for anybody that's listening that wants to start their own book, what's your biggest piece of advice to them? Um, even So like you said, I had the time because I'm not working a nine to five and a corporate job, right? Um, just take even if you take 15 to 20 minutes, like what I used to do was on the train ride to work is where I would do my, my brainstorming and my ideas and, and writing. Um, I use my phone and just take quick notes. And cause when you start getting into that creative space, you have to utilize it because it can come and then disappear in 2.5 seconds. So once you feel the downloads coming, just grab your phone and quickly write something. Even if it's 100 words or 200 words, you can still do, at least you have the idea and then you can just expand from there, you know? And then all of a sudden it becomes 1,000 words. It becomes 2,000 words. You don't have to to make everything happen in this second. Everything is a, is a progressive um, time and project. So just take 15 to 20 minutes a day um, in the morning, in the evening, wherever you feel you're most creative and just quickly if you have a notebook, use the same notebook. If you use technology, write it in your notes. I have Word on my phone as well, so I like to word count everything <laughs> to, to take tabs on myself. Um, and just take time, 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes you can take, if you can allot two hours a day, that's fine too. Um, but if you don't have those time gaps where I used to work a very high demand job, um, I would just literally take 15 to 20 minutes, 30 minutes on my train ride and just write. That's perfect because that's really mm-hmm. all you need a day to just, you know, have that self-fulfillment of I've taken another step towards my goal. You know, Absolutely. you can set aside time on your weekend if you want to mm-hmm. put together all of those notes you've taken throughout the weeks and actually structure right. it into a chapter. But, hey, every single day, even if you're just writing down one sentence, you're taking a step further towards your goal. And definitely save the journal that you're writing in because I have this little journal that I started three years ago when I launched my first business and every single time I read it, I cry. Like, I don't know right. why, but it's just so crazy seeing these scribble ideas that, like you said, you can write it on the train or you can write it in a coffee shop or at work. And then you're reading it, you know, from wherever three years later after you have 
that business built, that journal that what the right. little school was is actually a tangible business yes. or book or project that, that brought you that soul seasoning and inspiration. Like right. it's it's amazing. So definitely keep your journals, keep I also am neurotical with Google Docs. Like that's my first app I downloaded when I got my right. new phone and my, my fiance was laughing at me, like, Are you serious? You're not gonna get Facebook first? I'm like, I need right. I need my Google Docs, give me my Google calendar. <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, this has been so great, Chanel. And for everybody that wants to come to you for business mentoring or just you know, to see where your your journey is with as an author and as an inspiring businesswoman and mother breaking everything that you've, all those generational barriers to unleash your fullest potential. It's That's a really inspiring story for me. It's something I want to provide my children. So like definitely goals there. Um, so how can we find you? We got 60 seconds in the spotlight. So feel free to share any promotions, any links you like so our listeners can find you online. So my website is www.maxevol.com, max, M-A-X-E-V-O-L.com. My Instagram is Maximum Evolution, one word. Um, and I have Evolve You, which is my YouTube channel, as well as that's my IG and my Facebook as well. Um, so it's Evolve-U for YouTube, and it's Evolve underscore you Instagram. And I'll make sure to get all those links and post it in the podcast notes so you guys can just click and check Chanel out. Thank you so much for joining us on Business in the Spotlight. I hope that all of our listeners out there got a lot of inspiration. I know I did. Um, And to everybody listening, please tune in to next episode. Thank you so much.